Black Tree Crime is a podcast that researches and discusses murders committed by black offenders. It is a podcast that anyone and everyone is welcome to enjoy, but it may not be enjoyed by anyone and everyone. So listener discretion is advised. Now, without further ado, this is Black Tree Crime. Do not go gentle into that good night. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. I'm Kayla. <laughs> Thought you were jiggling your boobies. No. I'm Kristen. And this is Black True Crime. If this is your first time here at the show, friend, welcome and hello. Come on in. Have a seat. Did you grab some tea on the way? Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Per the use, we fucking love you. And this week, it seems like we're getting a little bit of a twofer. A twofer one because... Not only are we releasing two episodes this week right now because we didn't last week, mm-hmm. but this case has two cases inside of it. What? Yeah. We'll get to it. Like our last case that just had two inside of it? Kind of, Kristen. Okay. Kind of. But a little bit more in depth, I'll say. It's like a movie is at a movie type of thing. I hope you don't lose me, sis. Because I- <laughs> I'm liable. I'm liable. So I'm pretty excited for this case. I know it infuriated me to my core and my bones. Like I was, Kristen, toes were curling from how mad I was when I was writing this. Oh, it's too late in the day to be that mad. If you're listening, listen to this during the day. Actually, no, listen to it at night so you're not mad all day. Mm. Are you ready, sister? Let's get into it. Let's get started. We don't often discuss cases that involve the intentional attack or murder of black people by white people without penance aka one of the fundamental parts of this country's history and we don't like to talk about it we don't like to talk about it but in today's case we will not only talk about one but two acts of brutal injustice that may cause your blood to boil girl i need the comb with the fishtail so i can get into the scalp because i'm gonna be itching but if you think you can stomach it join us as we discuss robert charles and the murder of samuel thomas wilkes And thank you to listener Aronde Pendergrass for requesting this case. Aronde, why did you do this to us? You know we ain't like this. (laughs) It got lost. She didn't know back then we weren't like this. Never mind. We hate things like this because it infuriates us and And we don't have the patience for it. No. But we're gonna have it today because this case is so worth telling. Mm. And before we get started, no, Robert did not kill Samuel. But Samuel's murder plays a part in Robert's actions. And what happens to Samuel is so important that I had to include his name in the intro and the title. Oh, my gosh. Who is this man? You're going to hear about him. But first, we're going to hear about Robert. So Robert Charles was born in late 1865 in Copia County in southwest Mississippi. And he was born a free man. He was a free baby. He was not enslaved, the Lord is good, but his parents did experience slavery. Can you imagine? No, Kristen. Being the first generation coming out of slavery free. Yeah. But both of them could read and write, and his father was even a registered voter. Period. Yeah, which is pretty dope. So this is like the late 1800s, the Civil War ended the same year he was born, Kristen. 1864. 1865. 
Oh. And if you're out there listening to the show and you don't know what the Civil War is because you did not pay attention in school or you're not from the States and you don't know our business because you don't have to. Period. Because this is the American Civil War. There's been civil wars all over the world. Right. It was a war between the North, a.k.a. the Union, and the South, a.k.a. the Confederacy, that happened from 1861 to 1865. The South wanted to keep black people enslaved. While the North was like, no, freedom people, freedom folks. So so for Robert to be born the same year that the Battle of Appomattox happened. So that battle basically was like the South's last hurrah before Confederate General Robert E. Lee surrendered to Union General Ulysses S. Grant. I'm like, this is so triggering because bringing back <laughs> elementary schools, bringing back middle school. Yeah. Like this is what our bread and butter was back then. Can mm-hmm. you believe they're trying to take this out the curriculum? they're trying to take the civil war out Kayla they're not talking about slavery at all like they're moving to strict slavery from the record I mean the only thing that I understand is don't tell them about slavery so they're not aware of the divide between the people in the country so maybe they don't perpetuate that you know or it's a way for certain people to not want to take accountability of the truth of what happened in our past yeah i get both sides yeah yeah but But i think people should know right not telling (laughs) the truth right doesn't help anybody that's like our how our parents used to do us not tell us what was and then like oh sex hurts so bad you're never gonna want to do it it makes you literally want to die i said i don't think that's true and then we do it and and then we do it and we're like mom you were lying to us (laughs) it wasn't that bad also, we okay. can't trust you. So I don't want to like not <laughs> trust my government, which I already can't. Correct. No, you can't trust anything they say. They're literally giving Israel more money to like continue. But then making it seem like the murders. Palestinians are the ones who are like harming folks, and it's Israel. Like that's wild. And Palestinians are harming folks. Right. The Hamas. Right. They're harming folk, but in response to the things that have been done to them. Okay. So it's 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 a messy situation. Our media hides it from us because they don't want us to know the details of it. They want us to think Israel is the victim in this, and that's just not fucking true. And for all you old tale Christians who are still stuck in the Old <laughs> Testament, we are all God's chosen people now. You know, oh. like, uh-uh, Israel, you don't have a right to do evil or do bad or kill folks just because you're in the name of God. No. Nah. What is this, the Crusades? You know what I'm saying? Like, that. those times are dead and gone yeah. until they come back again. And Jesus will be our <laughs> warrior and our chariot. And we won't have to lay a hand on nobody. Preach, Christian, preach. I'm just saying. Okay, back to the case. <laughs> <laughs> So, like we said, he was born a free baby. His parents did have to go through slavery. He was conceived, actually, while his parents were still a slave. By the time he was born, he was, you know, a free baby. They were free. And his dad was a registered voter by the time he was four or five. So, this is a huge deal. Yeah. Huge fucking deal. Amazing. He seems to have had a great start to his life. Yeah. For the times. Right. By the time Robert was in his 20s, he was doing what most young black men did at the time. Activists. And that was was traveling a lot, (laughs) looking for decent jobs, and just living an independent and normal life. Live your free life, Robert. Mm -hmm. But he was still an activist. Don't get it twisted. We're going to get to that. He made his way to New Orleans, and for several years, he worked different jobs and ended up settling down in the Central City area. Okay. And this was like a hot spot for a lot of migrants, including people from Sicily, mm. which is Sicily, China, and <laughs> Ireland. Oh, my God. 
Okay. That just reminded me of that show I was watching. Remember that show I was watching on HBO? With the Chinese Chinamen and the Chinese, they first immigrated to the state. Oh, the one you really like. Yes. Mm-hmm. Beach. Don't remember. Don't remember the name of it. China um, people went through it, y'all, too. Just saying. The Chinamen? Oh, my God. Yeah. They went through it. This was after slavery. Mm-hmm. White people hate all races. I'm just so telling the you. The racist white people, there's, there's no one that's exempt. I'm sorry. Nobody's exempt. Everybody suffered when they came to this fucking country. Everybody could get it. So what I heard about like the people from Sicily and China and Ireland, I was like, when did people start learning about the U.S.? This is like, what, 1870s, 80s, mm-hmm. 90s. When the fuck did the U.S. become a commodity? Like, I, am, I don't Girl, know. I don't know either. But a lot to learn if I ever gave a fuck. I feel like it was given like the dirty London, U.K. vibes where like the streets were cobblestone filled with people throwing their poop out of pots on the street. <laughs> Poor children begging for food. <laughs> like, it was rough. Okay. Painting okay. the picture, y'all. It's probably very accurate. <laughs> so Robert started becoming pretty popular in his neighborhood because of how smart he was. Mm. He loved reading, and people were impressed with his autodidactism. What does that mean? Basically means he would teach himself things without having to, like, go to school or learn from someone oh, else. Oh, he's self-taught? Mm-hmm. Period. Super dope. He was a member of the International Migration Society, which states that their mission is to promote humane and orderly migration for the benefit of all. Mm. And he was also a huge promoter of the Back to Africa movement. What? Which suggests exactly what the name says for African-Americans to go back to the motherland, specifically Liberia. I think that was the name. Mm-hmm. Because now that we have a choice, we don't have to fucking deal with all this crazy shit. So, so let's, let's go leave. Home. Mm-hmm. He was a big, big advocate for that. And this is essentially all we know about Robert's upbringing and his past before he does what one has to do to be featured on this show. Oh my God, he kills. He murders. And before we move forward, I want to kind of summarize what Robert's life may have been like around this time. So he was born free, but we all know even today the racism is alive and well. Mm -hmm. So we know for sure he still had to deal with racist ass, bold ass, white folk. Absolutely. You know, spitting and killing and putting their hands yeah literally still killing Mm -hmm. black people and feeling like they're not going to get in trouble for it because they weren't yep no jobs coming your way simply because you're black yeah they rather hand it out to other people first yeah a lot of segregation and discrimination really really rough and this means even though he never experienced slavery he had still deal with the lingering hate and acts of hate that white people were committing against black people mm-hmm. and one specific incident about sent robert over the motherfucking edge Mm-mm. had him ready to risk it all and they'd strap a bomb to himself and just say i'm taking as many out as i can oh my god and it was the lynching and mutilation of a man named sam hose in georgia whoa now, this could be a whole separate episode in itself, but I'm going to do my best to summarize it as best as I can while giving you guys as much information as possible because mm-hmm. you, you got to hear about this. So Sam Hose, who was born Samuel Thomas Wilkes, but went by Tom. So that's who we said at the top. He was born in 1875 in Marshallville, which is in Macon County, Georgia. Georgia. That's where Terrell's sister lives. Aww. He was a very smart and friendly guy. He was literate as well and lived on the farm owned by the Jones family who had owned his mother before she was freed. Wow. So they still lived there. Yeah. 
Instead of going on to college or pursuing higher education, he worked as a manual laborer because he had to take care of his sick mother. Mm. And he also had an intellectually disabled brother. Oh, wow. So he's the caretaker at this point. Have you used the head that wears the crown? The breadwinner, the caretaker, the head of the house. Everything. Where's daddy? We don't know. Yeah. Unfortunately, something may have happened. Mm. We don't know. According to newspapers of the time, in 1899, Tom ended up leaving Marshallville under the alias Sam Hose because he'd allegedly assaulted an elderly black woman. What? So, I don't know. I didn't see anything where she claimed that he did that. I don't know if it was just secondhand story and Mm -hmm. someone claimed that they saw him, but whatever. It was serious enough for him to be like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. So part of me thinks he might have did it. Oh my God, change your name and all what you assaulting your own kind for back then. I have no idea, bitch. Especially back then. Violence is violence. Safer to attack a black woman than it is a white woman. What you attacking for? Oh, because you had it in you. Because you had it in you? Maybe. We don't know. So he relocated to Coweta County and is now known as Sam Hose. Mm. He got a job working for a root of the caucus man named Alfred Cranford. And it seems like Sam can't escape trouble because on April 12th, 1899, so he could have only been there a couple months, Mm -hmm. he was accused of murdering his boss after they'd gotten into a heated argument. Sam. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he might have it in him. Well, let's not get to it. Allegedly, Sam asked Alfred if he could have some time off to go visit his mother. She's sick. She's still in Marshallville. Mm-hmm. But his boss said no. And according to Sam, Alfred Cranford then threatened to kill him and pointed a revolver at him. Mm-mm. And you know... I believe it. It's still fresh. Like, you don't have rights. You think you get that? Right, 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 right. 30 years is enough time for them to think that black people matter. Shoot, 100. 120 fucking five years mm-hmm. as we are living through today. So during the conversation about the time off, Sam was in the middle of working and he happened to have an ax in his hand. So because he was like literally looking down the barrel of a gun, he rears back, throws the ax at him and it kills Alfred. <laughs> I'm like, damn. The visual I have on that, there's some strength it's behind It's pretty that. intense. Yeah, taking that head off. I feel like it was right to the head, like directly in the middle, mm-hmm. cocked back, yeah. gone. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. But instead of reporting what happened, and I can understand why he didn't, because they're going to- No, they're going to string up. him by his toes. Exactly. Anyway, he just fled the scene. The search for him started as soon as Alfred's body was discovered. Ooh. Yeah. Five different cash rewards were offered to the person that captured him, including a reward from the governor himself. I can't even imagine the fear that Sam Hose has. Like back then, Mm -hmm. you're not getting caught and put in jail. You're getting caught, tortured. Yes. And then killed. And then probably hanged. Like you're probably going to be hanged for everyone to see. You've probably been skinned alive, whipped, starved. My God branded all because all, all of it. alfred pointed a gun at you right and you were self-defending yourself defending correct. yourself correct but you don't have the right to defend yourself as a black against a white man person. no you better not ever dare to think to do it mm. over the next couple of days the public became angrier when rumors started to spread that sam had not only killed alfred but he sexually assaulted his wife maddie cranford and assaulted their young child who lied maddie I mean, we. This is where the Karen started. <laughs> Maddie was the first Karen. I don't think so. Nah. But she's definitely is nah. an ancestor. 
uh, Joe's, of the first Karen. So Maddie, I, I guess Maddie did. Maddie had to have accused him of sexually assault there because Alfred's dead. No one else can say that this happened. Of um, course, make paint the worst possible picture you could of the man. Right. The newspapers were reporting all of the mess and making it even fucking worse. They said that he gleefully raped Maddie and said that he blinded their infant child in front of Alfred while he's dying, which is ridiculous. I'm like, is my infant even blinded? Yeah, he was. I guess he was blind in his left eye. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it was because of something that Sam did or not. Okay. And even added a little razzle dazzle by saying that Sam had an advanced case of syphilis. Yeah, this is this is the stupidity of back in the day. Yeah, you can ignorance. put it all. Yeah, like make him not only a killer, mm-hmm. make him a rapist, mm-hmm. so everybody can really hate his ass. Mm-hmm. Then make him a molester, or, or yeah, because they say he touched the kid. Well, he assaulted the kid. Okay, I assaulted. Think that's we don't know. All right. right. Either way, mm-hmm. make him a herder of children yes. and then make him dirty. Now he got an STD. Now he got STDs. I'm like, if you had syphilis, bitch, the government gave it to him. And how the hell we you know? We know about Tuskegee. How the hell you know he got syphilis? Just making up shit. That's how dangerous the media is even today. Wow. He was publicly labeled in the media, quote, a monster in human form. Wow. So just imagine how lit under the tit all these racist fucking. Oh, my God paperback people are they're sitting on their porches just waiting just give me a reason to get my pitchfork they're having parties kayla rifles ready dogs Mm, hunting dogs in their hoods oh yeah 11 days later on april 23rd 1899 sam was finally arrested in his hometown of marshallville and was taken back to coetta county he was transported back to coetta via train but before he could complete his trip an angry caucus mob kidnapped him like at gunpoint from Noonan, Georgia. Georgia. Kayla, can you just imagine the I can. fear? I don't want to. The thoughts that this man was going through. I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh I already did it earlier today and I was not okay. Woo, and then you brought home Fireball and I was just ready to go to war. <laughs> I was really just ready to fight somebody, bitch, to the death. Oh my God. Like it's not just one person doing them. They always come in gangs. Mm-hmm. They always ganging up. And mm-hmm. he probably just feels helpless. Yeah. There's Sam. nothing that he could do. There's nothing that he can do. No one can fucking help him. The oh, mob Sam. told the Noonan sheriff that they'd only turn Sam over if they got the money for the reward. So the okay. sheriff paid them. And when the jailer was taking Sam to a cell, the mob got mad all over again, bitch. And held the jailer at gunpoint and kidnapped him again. And you know, during all this kidnapping, they're whooping his ass. Oh, yeah. Probably dragging him through the street. He's experiencing a level of terror that can't be described. He probably doesn't know what he's about to face. But what he's about to face is so fucking graphic. I was completely speechless. Jaw on the floor. So if you guys are sensitive to racism related violence or if your heart isn't fully healed from what white people did to our people then you may not want to listen to the next two minutes and and for those of us who are not black who listen to our podcast like this is the type of stuff black people had to heal from and mm-hmm. are still healing from mm-hmm. like this isn't a game this stuff happened yeah and it was like looked at as being okay and, and it's not no justice was served no, none this is <laughs> what they call justice this is what, yeah, they call justice based off of what they thought happened. 
The angry caucus mob, which was estimated to be between 500 and 2,000 people thick, Caleb, please, ended up taking Sam to a field where some of them used knives to cut off his ears, fingers, and genitals, and others used knives to just stab him anywhere they could. Caleb, please. While the crowd was cheering and, like, egging them on. The skin from his face was removed, and then kerosene was poured on him. They chained him to a tree and burned him alive. He was put through some of the worst pain you could probably, I mean, it's immeasurable, the pain that he went through. And he was still alive while his veins burst, and the fire was so hot that it made his eyes protrude and almost burst, like, out of their socket. This is just horrible. It took 30 minutes for Sam to die. And the whole time the crowd is watching and cheering while Sam is screaming and crying out to God to help him. My God. Like the visual alone. And I'm not trying to share this to traumatize you guys or to do too much. But Kristen, no. But to really put it into perspective, like the things that happen to people just because of the color of their skin. He probably looked around and saw not only no one that looked like him, right? but even if he did see one person or two people that looked like him, they couldn't help him. No. They couldn't save him. No. And people are laughing they at were probably his next. pain. Laughing, cheering. Some people are crying and thanking God that this is happening. You see? Yeah. This is evil. Mm-hmm. So when people are looking at white people like, mm, I don't bang with you, like, yes, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But like when you see stuff like this or hear about things like this, mm-hmm. how do you not feel rage? Right. And it's not just alienated to one race, right? No. You see this like Africans were the ones that sold their own people into slavery. They made money off of it sometimes. White people just didn't go there and always just take people and kidnap them. No. Motherfucker set that shit up. So it's it's why don't white nature with Jews and and Nazis and Germans. So it's it's a human nature thing. Like people are evil, bro. Like don't ever think you're superior to anybody. Like that's where you got yourself messed up. And you know a lot of these people that were out there doing this to Sam were like going to church or like claiming they loved God and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, kids were there. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kristen, 2023 is almost over. How are you feeling mentally? I feel good. I feel like the roller coaster has reached the top. The Mm -hmm. belly drop has already happened, Mm -hmm. and I'm coasting on the way to the finish line. Beautiful, sister. Beautiful. I, on the other hand, feel like I'm a chicken with my head cut off, and I need a little bit (laughs) of help getting my shit back together. And speaking of help, BetterHelp is an amazing platform. I'm telling y'all, it's like talking to somebody about what goes on in your head Mm -hmm. and just having them listen to you makes the world of a difference. World of a difference. Like once you find the therapist that works for you Mm -hmm. and that's what BetterHelp allows you to do. They allow you to go and pick different ones and feel them out. And if you don't feel them, you can move on to the next person. No love lost. Yeah. So even because of the holidays, if you're feeling a little sad... Or a little bit of anxiety because there's so much going on. Hit up Better Health. We highly suggest trying it, getting you a therapist, and just letting all that shit out in a healthy way. So if you want to try out Better Help, visit BetterHelp.com/slash/BlackTrueCrime today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P.com/slash/BlackTrueCrime. The link will also be in the description for you. And y'all remember, mental health is a marathon, not a sprint. 
So yeah. take advantage of being able to choose different therapists that fit you in that moment of your life. Right. Okay. Where are we going? Back to the show. Back to the episode. Once Sam had died, some of the mob members cut off pieces of his body to keep as souvenirs. And some went as far to sell pieces of his bones for 25 cents. This is what people were doing. I've never heard of anything like that. As many times as I've done some fucked up shit on this show, I've never heard of something so depraved like that. Because it was different. They saw... They didn't just see this person as like devoid of human. No, this isn't a human. No, they saw this person mm -hmm. as still a thing, an animal. An animal, a piece of meat. That could be sold. Oh, yeah. They attached a sign to the tree reading, quote, we must protect our Southern women. Oh, fucking K. So then you try to make yourself righteous? Boy. But there was a woman that came out and spoke and she wrote a letter and she was like, this is fucked up. Like us women need to make sure that these people stop using the protection of us to excuse the fucked up shit that they're doing. Yeah. And another woman wrote a letter and she was like, no, that woman's wrong. I'm, I'm thanking God that this happened and that this beast was taken care of or taken out and we don't even know the details of what happened like the fact that he said that it was self-defense no one even fucking thought about that no, no one even not. gave that a, a second, second glance because it didn't matter and then he had no black group no NAACP no. nobody that had his back Kayla nobody that could have within that span because it did get to certain people and activists in the world we're going to talk about one right now Civil rights leader W.E.B. Dubois. Hold on, let's say rest in peace. Definitely. Rest in peace to Sam. Rest I can't in even, peace. That doesn't even mean, I feel like that means nothing when we think about what he went through. No. Because how can you? I mean, the only thing is you are at peace now. Like you. We pray finally, you're at peace. We right. pray you're at peace right. and no longer in pain. And hopefully your soul has rested and you're not haunting these white people because they don't even fucking deserve no. for you to waste you know, your afterlife energy on them. No, you deserve to be wherever you at. Right. You don't even deserve that. You deserve to be alive or had been. Absolutely. But rest in peace. Civil rights leader W.E.B. Dubois was heading to a meeting with the Atlanta Constitution editor, Joel Harris, because he thought that he could use reason and like fairness to appeal to white folk. Mm -hmm. But while he was traveling, Kristen, he learned that Sam's knuckles were on sale at a grocery store that he was passing on his travel route. And once he learned that, he was like, bitch, I'm turning my ass back around. He was pissed. He was what like, am I no wasting my breath for? We're talking to crazy, wild animals. And you, I think I'm going to use logic and reasoning to make this seem unokay. You can't talk to a warthog, bitch. That's what we're dealing with. But at the time, black people were the monkeys. Black people were the warhawks. Right. They were the animals. Yeah. Like, I see why people went to the BPP. I see why people were choosing Malcolm X side. Mm -hmm. Just give me a gun. Give me a rifle. They're doing unspeakable things to people of color. And we're just supposed to talk our way through and reason our way through. No, somebody's head needs to be a couple heads needs to be bust. And this is what they want to get rid of and like you know, social studies and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, who is it really serving to get rid of this information? Is it serving black folks to like not know what happened to us in our right. past right. so we can be freer in our interactions with people? Or is it serving the people who feel the most guilty? Yeah. 
I wonder really what is the reasoning. I think it's the people that feel the most guilty because at the end of the day, you should walk in love, right? Right. We didn't personally go through this. Me as in, we as in me and you. Right. I can't speak for anybody else and what their experience has been, but I'm going to walk in love because that's how I would want to be treated. Yeah. So if we're taught to walk in love in spite of things that, the past that we that we learned from what happened in our past then things i think should be okay but that's not what these kids are being taught ain't nobody mm. being really taught walk in love oh no this what is are like it's actually being taught by their parents this is a whole like this is what happened now you get graded tell me what happened i haven't heard now now nobody say treat people how you want to be treated in decades where is the golden rule where is where it? has it gone the most i've seen is a be kind t-shirt <laughs> Life is good shirt. No. It's just not enough. It's just not enough. When it came to the prosecution of those demonic cream-colored cockroaches, it should have been pretty simple, right? After all, none of them wore masks or covered their faces. Like, they were fully proud they of what they They weren't afraid. No. But the governor, Alan Chandler, essentially blamed the entire black community for the death of Alfred Cranford, calling his murder, quote, the most diabolical in the annals of crime. Fucking dramatic. I'm sorry. Are we back on Alfred Cranford now? Alfred is the man Sam killed. Okay. That's oh, why he... Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay, okay, okay. You were okay, thinking okay. it's Robert. Yeah, 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 yeah. Governor said the younger generation of black people had not been lucky enough to experience slavery and basically, like, needed to be checked. Like, if they experienced slavery, they would be thanking their lucky stars that they don't have to go through those types of things. So, like, they're too comfortable. Mm-hmm. in their freedom and this is leadership yep this is the government he also said he was disgusted by the fact that some black people were probably helping sam evade capture which they probably were and he was even more disgusted that black people were opposing the lynching of sam were yeah. you disgusted governor were you put my hair up i'm ready to fight kayla what yeah they can just freely talk like this and this is the governor of a specific city or state or whatever that black people reside Mm -hmm. imagine your governor talking about you like that like why oh god this is crazy this sounds like trump i'm about to say trump has said some colorful fucking things this sounds like trump he has excused a lot worse which makes me sick but he has said some fucked up shit i mean to the point of like Calling the person who's dead on the street by the ops, by the police, mm-hmm. and saying it was their fault. Yeah. This is the same type of stuff. Yeah. It's 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 fucked up. <sighs> and mind you, the news about Sam's lynching had spread widely. Like people around the country know about this. How could you not? And just four days after Sam was killed, another black man named Mitchell Daniel in Leesburg, Georgia, was lynched by a group of way for color people because he complained about sam's lynching he complained i can't stomach it this was allowed this was the culture infuriating i can't even imagine chicago journalist and activist ida b wells barnett our girl ida come on ida hired a detective named p levine Mm mm-hmm to investigate the hose lynching. And after interviewing many people, he concluded in his, in his report that, quote, Wilkes killed Cranford, there is no doubt, but under what circumstances can never be proven. I made my way home thoroughly convinced that a Negro's life is a very cheap thing in Georgia. Period. The real purpose of these savage demonstrations is to teach the Negro that in the South, he has no rights that the law will enforce. Yep. 
Samuel Hose was burned to teach the Negroes that no matter what a white man does to them, they must not resist. My God, that was like, whoa, super freaking deep, super objective. Like yeah. there's no emotion in that. It just mm-hmm. is what it is. That is. He saw a spade and he called it a spade. And and this is called the free world at this point. Yeah. Now black people are free. Yeah. And this is what they have to go through. You're free to do whatever as long as you don't open your mouth, look at... <laughs> Uh, dog I interact don't with, you dare touch the street to smell anything a white person same stuff as slavery basically literally no one was held responsible for the lynching of Sam Hose and what makes it even worse is that years later Alfred's little fucking funky wife Maddie would admit to a caucus cut detective that Sam never entered the house we and that he it. really did act in self defense we- when he killed her husband. We all knew that. Mother sucker. And that don't that didn't change nothing. Then white people still didn't care. No. They, they were, were like, like, oh, okay. They were like, well, he shouldn't have even been in this situation. Right. He shouldn't have even killed the man. What did he say to Alfred to make him want to kill him? What's done is done. It's not his right. He doesn't have the right. He's okay. just an N-word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got me going. A there. stupid N word. That's what they used to call us real comfortable. Like, oh my God. Sock yeah, you would, in your mouth. I would have been in jail. I wouldn't last in slavery. I'm going to say, I would have been on Nat Turner's. We all would have died, but we would have took some folks out before we left. Bitch. I would have been hogtied, flagged, flogged. Oh my God. No survival instinct. Too stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just giving Rosa Parks energy. <laughs> Her feet was her job. Okay. So lately, you guys, I've been on my new fitness journey because I'm trying to get this baby weight off of me. It's been hella disrespectful. <laughs> but Copilot has been making it so simple for me to do what I need to do, get in the gym and get out. Y'all know I have a home gym, so I have everything that I need. And even if you don't have a home gym, your trainer, yes, your own personal trainer through the app will give you workouts that you can do with the equipment that you have. And even communicating with your trainer is through this amazing app. Everything is super simple, straightforward, and I'm obsessed with it. Ask Kristen. I'm working out all the time. Y'all, I've never seen her work out so much other than when we were in college. And I love not having to plan my workouts. It's already there. So if you guys want to get started on your fit journey or even continue it, I highly suggest heading over to go.mycopilot.com slash crime to get a 14-day free trial with your own personal trainer. Again, visit go.mycopilot.com slash crime to get a 14-day free trial with your own personal trainer. And the link will be in the description as well, just in case. Now back to the show. Okay, back to the episode. Now imagine being Robert and learning about all of this. The blatant excusing of murder. I mean, Ooh. has much changed? Yes, a much lot has, has changed, changed, but much growth needs to come for sure but like we're not gonna say we was like how we were in the 1865 it's not we're it's not, not saying but that. the fact that this can happen to anyone and it's it's excused as a suicide therefore no one's held responsible it's still it does disgusting. give you flashbacks yeah it does it, but it just it's a reminder mm-hmm. that's why i'm like don't take that shit out of school because the reminders are around us every yeah, day because if we don't know our history we are doomed to, to repeat, repeat it, it. period who said that Okay. I don't know. Kristen, probably a lot of people. Anyway. So yeah, Sam was killed a little over a year before what happened with Robert happened. Mm-hmm. And he's still fighting mad about it. That could have been him. Could have been him. On July 23rd, 1900, 
It was pretty late at night and Robert and his friend Leonard Pierce were sitting on a porch. Mm -hmm. I read that they could have possibly been having a drink and they were really just waiting for their other friends to get off of work. But the porch was in a predominantly white neighborhood. Not sure if they knew somebody there, not sure what the connection was, but they definitely were getting some unwanted attention from the neighbors. Doomed just for existing. Yep. So much so that three cauliflower colored cops decided to approach you and these damn (laughs) cream colored wafer looking cauliflower (laughs) is just too much. I'm I'm only talking about the races, not all white people. Right. Three cauliflower colored cops decided to approach them and ask them what they were doing. Minding our business. Like I'm doing what things. are you doing in my mouth where you shouldn't be they were sergeant jules auction joseph contrell and august mora for some reason or no reason at all one of the cops grabbed robert and a scuffle ensued one of the officers watching pulled his gun out and in response robert pulled his period robert you had a gun on you he's on he's on energy bitch he's robert matching said, energy robert said you're not gonna catch me slipping He's matching energy, B. You're not going to catch me slipping. I don't think you so. You did that with Sam, but you're not going to catch Robert. You, if you're taking me out, bitch, I'm going to I'm down. taking I'm somebody taking a couple out. people with me. Period. Absolutely. Robert pulled his gun. Both parties started shooting. Oh, my goodness. It's a shootout. Mm-hmm. Robert ended up taking a bullet to the leg, mm. but was able to escape back to his apartment after the, the, the shootout. Yeah, the mm-hmm. shootout. When he got back home, he grabbed his rifle. Oh, he's not playing? Robert is gunned up. And lied and waited for the police to arrive. Because he knew they were coming after him. He had to have known. And also, he got shot in the leg. So he's literally like bleeding a trail back to yeah. his house. And he they can't go nowhere. Yeah. Exactly. And he wanted to be ready. Oh, my God. Okay, well, he said he's going out of the bang. Yep. Once the peppermint patty pigs arrived at Robert's house, Robert started shooting. This is too much. He ended up killing two of the officers, one being the chief. His name was Captain Day. Rob, you got a chief, Rob. Before escaping again. Rob. Rob, you different. The mayor of New Orleans offered a reward to anyone that captured Robert, quote, dead or alive. Of course. A riot broke out amongst the racist paper towel people in New Orleans as they went through the streets (laughs) of the city. You have to stop. <laughs> I'm going to keep cutting you I think off. I have one more. You have to stop. <laughs> no, because I'm fucking pissed. Okay. <laughs> These people were literally breaking into houses and searching them just because they could, right? Looking for one man. They were setting homes on fire. Of course they were. It's KKK all over. Acting like straight thugs <sighs> and hoodlums. Mm. They terrorized the black community of New Orleans, and by July 25th, three black people were killed, 11 others were hospitalized, and over 50 were injured. All because of one man. Yeah. Like, they had something to do with what Robert did. They Who did? The who black people. The oh, 50 yes. that they injured, the 11 that they hospitalized, right. the three that they killed. Automatically, it's every black person's fault. Every black person mm-hmm. can get it. Mm-hmm. Horrible. On July 27th, the police got a tip that Robert was hiding out at 1208 South Saratoga. It's a house. Mm -hmm. And they brought everybody and their mama out that site to catch him. 
all the cops. They had a little militia mob, motherfucker mm-hmm. people. It was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. The police and the mob shot at the house repeatedly. But Robert wasn't going down without a fight, and he started shooting back as well. Kayla, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Ooh, Robert's getting me hot. Kristen, I'm just saying, like, this is different, you know? And a lot of people will try to villainize Robert. Mm -hmm. But, Robert, this is what you call self-motherfreaking defense. He's not going down like Sam went down. Rob said, no, if I'm going out, I'm going out with a bang. I'm going out with a shot to something. Because I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong when you were trying to attack me. And I'm not just going to let this shit happen to me. And you should never let something like this happen to you. Right. It's it's hard because you're like, do I save my life and just comply? But in certain situations like Robert's, I think even if he did comply, they still would have found a way to at least beat him senseless because they didn't like where he was sitting at. He would have been locked up. Yeah. He may not have come out of there alive. At this point, the person, police already had his gun out. It was a miracle that his friend Leonard Pierce made it out alive. Well, thank God for that. You know, once he escaped the shootout, Mm -hmm. remember Mm -hmm. when he was, yeah, once Mm -hmm. he escaped the shootout, they'd be like, Leonard, you did it. You did it, yeah. (laughs) But they told him to do it. So, look, this is, Rob has understood the concept of it is kill or be killed in this specific day and age of where I'm at. Yep. So, it is what it is. It is what it is. By late afternoon, Robert had killed five police officers. Five more than the two he just previously killed. Kayla Rob. (laughs) Kayla Rob. And mob members. So, it wasn't just police officers. It was people a part of the mob as well that Mm -hmm. he had killed. Rob ain't playing with you. No. Or your mammy ho. It's giving John Wick. I'm telling you. And realizing that they were getting their asses kicked, the police decided to set the ground floor of the house on fire in an attempt to smoke Robert out. And unfortunately, it did work, and Robert ended up being shot by a militia member named Charles Norrett, who was a Tulane University medical student. So this is just a nigga that was like, oh, let me go and help the police or be a part of this fucked up mob and ends up killing him a and medical probably student seen as a hero oh my god yeah mm-hmm. wow. should mind his damn business this is normal folks y'all yeah. what you call educated, <laughs> and they came out to serve rob on a platter disgusting once rob was dead rob once robert <laughs> was dead the crowd of paperback peons Proceeded to beat him and fire thousands of bullets into his body. He was already dead. He was already dead. But you see the They hate? were beating him. Yeah. They were kicking a dead body. Couldn't wait to get their opportunity to show Shoot their true into colors. To make sure they never make it into heaven. Kayla, can you imagine? He's gone. Gone. But there's so much hate left. Yeah. They're taking it out on a dead carcass. Thousands of bullets were shot into his body and he i'm like so floored with the amount of disgustingness that is going on right now in this case the riots lasted for four days from the time robert killed the first two cops and within that time there were 28 people that were killed wait so who was rioting white folks the white folks folks. folks. you you assume it's gonna be black people causing a ruckus right. because they're upset about what happened to Robert but no it was the white people that were going on a rampage for four fucking days looking for Robert mm-hmm. and torturing people wow 
And within that time, there were 28 people that were killed, including Robert. By the time Robert had died, he had shot 27 people of the root of the caucus, killing seven and four of which were police officers. You know, it's just like, you don't get come for me and my people. I have to come for you. Correct. What other choice do I have? I'm not going out like Martin Luther King did. He ain't even here alive at the time. I'm not going out like Sam Hose. Right. Going out like a freaking bandit. Mm-hmm. Like a king. Yeah, you're going to have to come get me. But the paper plate tissue paper mob had killed over a dozen black people and, in- and injured 69 more. This is tragic. With no consequence, of course. Of course. Not to mention that, just in case you forgot and thought this was a different case, different country, different place. This is America. This is America. And a very sad thing that I found out was that Robert was able to stay on the run because there were black people in the community that helped him hide out, which is dope. Of course. Like, finally, you see some community. Right. But remember the tip that police got? Yes, Telling Kayla. them where to find Robert? Yes, it Kayla. It was a black person. It was a black man. Why, snitch. Kayla? I'll tell you. Well, I don't know why he snitched. <laughs> She's probably <laughs> a Uncle Tom ass. Cool. Like the dudes, the ones that are afraid of the white folks. Yeah. And he probably saw them going around beating folks up. Maybe he, he was like, threatened because that's what was happening. Right. And he's like, all for one man. I'm, listen, he down the street. He has South Saratoga. But at the same time, it's like, it's not just one man. Like, as you can see, he's fighting for a cause. Right. Robert is fighting for the, a black yeah. life. Yeah. So, yeah, it's about time you stood with him. And I get it. You never, there's, people see survival in different ways, they right? Do. Some people see survival as submission. And some people see survival as, fight. you know, fighting. Yeah, it's understood just sucks that they pinned the community against each other like that yeah so you either root for him from a distance Mm -hmm. you support him or you sell him out and if you don't sell him out you risk them taking your life and five weeks after the riots and robert's death a man that was an admirer of robert and his work ended up finding that snitch and shooting him to death so may not be your day today but it could be your day tomorrow (laughs) And it wasn't my white folks you should have been scared of. Shoot. Sold out the it was your own folks. Yep. Robert Charles was buried in an unmarked grave in Potter's Field, resting in relative obscurity until his memory was revived by black activists in the late 1960s. So that's dope. Ida B. Wells Barnett would later write in her study on lynchings that, quote, Charles would have died had not he raised his hand to resent unprovoked assault and unlawful arrest that fateful Monday night that made him an outlaw and being a man of courage, he decided to die with his face to the foe. The white people of this country may charge that he was a desperado, but to the people of his own race, Robert Charles will always be regarded as the hero of New Orleans. And that's on period. I literally have goosebumps. And that's our case for this week. Whoa. Like, that's some type of stuff. I'm telling you, I do not like diving back in history this far. Right. Because it just shows, like, what was allowed to happen. Yeah. And honestly, like, I can't say that if it wasn't white people doing it, 
you know, oh, it wouldn't have been black folks. You don't know that. You I would know? never even fix my lips. To no, say that. you should okay. never <laughs> say that because it could have been us yeah. being the perpetrators like that. But at the same time, it wasn't. Right. And to just talk about it honestly makes me sick. Yeah. So, Robert, I think you did your thing, Playboy. You did your big one. I think you did your big one before you were out. I can't even imagine what that body looked like after they were done with it. Ugh, poor thing. Rest sick. in peace, Robert. Rest in peace, Robert. Rest in peace, Sam. You are a visionary. Woo, baby. And a role model. And you well, wasn't playing. I don't know about I'm him. just saying, like, you know, fight for what you believe in. Don't lay down those types of things. He definitely is a role model in that way. I don't know what his life was like other than that, but... He didn't see himself doing anything wrong. He wasn't going to let them take his life. He was going to make them. And he did. And he did. So shout out to you, Robert. And let this be a lesson for everybody. We have come a long way. But we have more to go. Like this isn't all of us. That type of hatred and stuff, that's the type of stuff you got to constantly fight against. Even if you have a reason to hate. But walk in love, you know, walk in love will always be prepared because you never know. Always stay strapped. You might have to come out of a bag. Telling you. So, yeah, let us know what you guys thought about this case. Fucking wild. Um, Rest in peace to Robert. Rest in peace to Samuel Thomas Wilkes. Holy moly. And uh, yeah, let us know what you guys thought. And if you enjoy the show at all, please give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. One, two, three, four, five. Spotify and facebook Facebook. (laughs) it really really helps the show grow and as always before we go be be safe protect protect your peace and protect protect your space space. so So we don't don't have have to cover cover your case case, friend please pew pew bye bye thanks so much for listening to the show you can stream all of our episodes on amazon music spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts and if you enjoy the show please leave us a five-star rating on spotify apple Podcasts, and even facebook it's the best way to help the show grow and it's completely free for bonus content you can find us on patreon and for more information about the show you can visit blackcrime.com see you next time